Oh, a bit of heaven here. It is two minutes after six. It's Edge Radio Australia. And because it's Thursday and it's six o'clock, no, it's not all about late night shopping. No, uh, it is all about getting your life in order with a bit of uh, all about relationships. Wayne, mate, great to see you, bud. Good to be back. Good to be, jeez, you had that, you had that uh, moment of delay there. There was half a second where I thought, oh, he's building up the anticipation here. Mate, great to see you. Um, really, really good response from last week, let me tell you. So I think um, people are enjoying know, having a little bit of helping hand in the old, um, I was going to not the, really the boudoir, because it's not just the boudoir, let's face it. Mm. It's the whole relationship. And uh, I even learned a few things. And, and I thought I was an expert in relationships because I've had heaps. <laughs> yeah, it's a, and it's a funny thing because that's one term that I've always struggled with is experts. When people mm. say to me, are you the expert? It's like, yeah, it sounds like, you know, I know everything. Absolutely. And I don't know everything. I've just figured out a few things. A few things. Well, okay. Uh, something we were talking about off air uh, with your lovely wife, actually, about the show Maths. Now, if we watch Maths, we know how good those experts are. My word. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that is a train wreck. But um, it's but it's supposed to be, right? Yes. Okay. It's all about ratings. It's not really about love. And we are here about love. Yeah. We are. Yeah. So you've, uh, you're have a man of preparation. You've, you've done all sorts of things. Let's, let's get into it. Um, well, first and foremost, when you're not on the radio, what are you doing with yourself promoting great relationships? Well, I have my business life back on track, yep. which uh, I use for getting people aligned with their authentic self because sure. we get dragged off course. And then once people are authentic with themselves, mm-hmm. you know, they're aware of what they really want in their life, then we can work on their relationships, their parenting, their sure. conflict resolution, whatever it is. All the bits. Okay, fair enough. So what are we going to get into tonight? What's the first cab off the old rank? Well, I was thinking about the... Um, show last week mm. and I thought wow I really pounded them with all the, the therapeutic power struggle and you know <laughs> lots of bad news bad news so I thought we'd ease up a little bit yep and what we do is we'd look at the things that make a relationship work okay so the things to look for yeah but also we'll look at the other side the red flags the things that you want to avoid because we touched on that with the if you're out to dinner you watch you know them and how they deal with the weight stuff. Absolutely. Now, it's funny, actually, because years ago, I've never heard the term red flags when it came to relationships. Um, and I, you know, and, and now I look back and I think I could have had, I don't know, like traffic signals left, right and centre in my life. Uh, that would have been very handy. Mm. But now, I don't know, we uh, we talk about these things. We didn't, as I say, 20 odd years ago. So now we can look and go, yeah, could be a bit of a knock. You know, could be self-involved. Could be, you know, might have daddy issues, whatever. Right, all mummy issues for now. Mm. Everyone's got their issues, um, but this is a great way of bringing those to the fore, and and not just okay, because this is not about blame. This is about finding tools to you know to get past it and and make your life a better you know a whole damn thing better. You know, mm. beautiful exactly. beautiful language there. I have no idea what I was saying. Nice, your, your grasp of the language oh, is just phenomenal, tell you what, impeccable. If I tripped over any more words there, I, right now I would have fallen down the stairs. But there you go. If we were near the stairs. <laughs> So um, there's a lot of studies and things about mm-hmm. how, what makes a relationship work. And especially as we were talking about, we tend to find someone then try and make it work. Yeah. There's certain things you can look for. And one I want to talk about is, uh, I can't think of his first name, but his last name's Gottman. 
Right. So what he did is he can now look at a recording of mm-hmm. a couple interacting. Okay. And within five minutes, he can say whether or not that relationship will work. Whoa. Okay. Okay. So what he did is many years ago, he started studying it. And he invited mm-hmm. these couples in and right. he would record them interacting. He'd say, I'm just talk about your relationship. And then he'd record for 30, 40, 50 minutes. Okay. And then he would go through second by second watching their faces, looking for micro gestures, change of volume, tone, gotcha. all of that sort of thing. Yep. And then he would slowly build up this repertoire of things to look for. Okay. And what he found was sometimes you might have one person would talk to their partner and just mm-hmm. for a microsecond, anger would flash across their face. Okay. And then it would drop. But then the person that they're talking to mm-hmm. – wouldn't pick up on it because they're not looking for it, but he knew to look for it. Of course. It makes a big difference. Yeah, right. so that's what I'm saying about the red flags. So there's big red flags, which are obvious, like weight stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's the smaller ones. Okay. So things like uh, asking your partner how their day was sure. is a, a standard thing. Okay, yeah, you think so. So I've met people who quite happily talk about their day, mm. but they rarely ask you about yours. Mm. And down the track you go, well, they didn't really care about me. And it's like, well, if you knew that red flag. Yes, absolutely. You would have been all right. So now all of us don't tend to be really good with micro gestures. No. So when we're looking at people, mm. we don't tend to pick up on them. Okay. Now, women have the advantage over Same us women, blokes. I don't I know. know. Jeez. They have a lot more receptors for picking up micro gestures, which is why a bloke trying to lie to his wife mm-hmm. doesn't tend to get away with it because she sure. knows the signs to look Absolutely. for. Whereas the other way around, she can say, oh, no, I bought these shoes ages ago. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, of course, he doesn't pick up on it. Because. Now, that's obviously a generalisation. Very much so. However, that it tends to be true generally across yeah. the board. So me bringing a brand new Porsche home, we've, I've had it for ages. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't get that through. Had it around a mate's house. That's yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why she didn't believe that one. I can't believe it. <laughs> so, yeah, there's those sorts of things. Um, and learning basic body language is always a good thing. Yeah, as for well. sure. Uh, and there's, I remember years ago watching a chap by the name of Alan Pease. Oh, damn you. I was just about to bring him up. There you go. He's brilliant. It. I remember watching Crazy. him explaining all of these things. And it's funny because there's things in my past when I look back, I did them all without even thinking about it. Like years ago, if I went to speak to my boss or a supervisor or something like that, instead of standing next to their desk and talking to them, I used to squat down so that my head was below theirs, which is a, you're above me. It's it's an unconscious thing. So I used to do this sort of thing without even thinking about it. Right. And then I met... um, didn't meet Alan Pease, but I was introduced to his work. And then when he was explaining all of these things, I was like, oh, my God. So things like that can tell you a lot about people and how they're behaving. Um, Like politicians, we don't tend to believe them too much. But they actually get coached in body language, so they use body language that appears truthful and trustworthy. Sure, The open palms and that sort of thing. You know it. Yes, absolutely. You watch it, and the moment I see it, it's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it's it's like they're moving the uh, the shells right in front of me. Yes, exactly. And uh, so there's lots of little things. There Mm -hmm. was uh, one study I read where there was two uh, things that indicated 
whether or not your partner was engaged with you. And one was, mm -hmm. they asked you how your day was, mm -hmm. but when they asked you, they actually looked at you. So big, they're actually showing difference. interest. Mm -hmm. So little things like that can make a big difference to the long term. But you see this in everyday life. It, even in, we're not even talking about intimate relationships. Like mm. when someone shakes your hand and they're not looking at you when they shake your hand, it's like, you've just told me exactly what you think of me and I, I know where this is going, right? Okay. Exactly. You, there's a lack of respect straight away. It's not hard to look at someone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, I know you've already brought up the subject of maths <laughs> and my <laughs> wife loving it. But one of the things, I happen to hear it from the bedroom. So, right. you know, you can't ignore it when the volume's no, up nice and loud so she can hear the arguments. But <laughs> one of them was saying he went for the homestay. Mm hmm or well, she went for the homestay to where he lives. Sure. And the whole time he didn't kiss her or hold a hand or anything like that. And it's like, well, that's not much of a red flag, is it? I was watching. <laughs> what? Now, yes, I was. Because <laughs> I'm a mathsaholic, right? Because it does. It makes me feel better about my life. When I see how horrible those people are, I think, yeah, man, I'm winning. I'm winning. Okay? Um, I don't feel so bad at relationships anymore. But I, uh, yes, I would agree wholeheartedly. I think that he didn't show her the affection that she deserved, right? Um, I mean, she can be a little high maintenance occasionally. I can see that. But ultimately, in the balance of things, a little kiss wouldn't kill him, right? You know, and it's just a small gesture to make someone feel loved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because a lot of people pick up on that, even if the partner doesn't. Like I remember a number of years ago, we mm. were dropping off a lady that we knew. Right. And her husband was about to go out and she sort of leaned in to get him to give her a kiss. But because we were there, you could see he was like, Ooh. Ooh, yeah. So, And it's funny how we always feel uncomfortable with those yeah. sorts of things and we shouldn't be. So, yeah, there's lots of little red flags. I, I, look, I agree. But it also comes down to where you are in your life and, and what your comfort zone is and what you've you've seen in your past. Look, I remember when I was younger, I like, oh, my, my girlfriends at the time would want to hold hands walking down the street and I just felt like so, oh, like it, my, I hated it. I hated it. I felt weak and pathetic. Right. So what age was this at? Oh, in my twenties, I'd say. Or even I though, thought you were about to say a year ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is a year ago. Okay, go through, please go. No, I mean, I probably from my late teens to my oh, probably even my mid twenties, whenever I was with a girlfriend or later a wife, um, and I've had a couple of those. So you know, I would find that I, I felt embarrassed. Right. I don't know why. It was just something I didn't do, and which is weird because my parents were very affectionate towards each other. You know, they'd always you know, a kiss, affection. You know, they were there openly affectionate. So, you know, yes, it's probably just a, oh, look, um, in insecurity, I guess, in yourself, right? Whereas as I've gotten older, oh, I'm walking down the street and I'm going like, you know, I'm holding hands and like, check out my girl, right? Okay, it's a, it's different. I think it's I've become more comfortable in myself. Um, and it was never about holding hands with the girl. It's a case of the fact of you feeling the way you do about you and your actual confidence of how you portray yourself to the world. Maybe. Could be, could, could be. be. And it's interesting because I'm the opposite. Right. So all my partners, yep. I've tried holding hands. Some mm. of them are comfortable with it occasionally. So sure. it was very haphazard. Gotcha. So for me, any sort of intimacy starts with ha holding hands. It does. So I take every okay. opportunity to hold my wife's hand. And thankfully, <laughs> she's happy to hold mine. Right. You know, so I'm not sort of fighting it as, you know, give me your hand. It's, <laughs> she quite happily it's offers natural. it. So it's nice. Mm. I always feel like I'm connected to her because of that. Yeah. And for me, mm. that's one of my indicators of this will work because she's right. comfortable with physical 
contact. Gotcha. And, and it could be, you know, we're out to dinner and she just reaches over and puts her hand on my leg or something yep. just to go, it's all good. Yep. So little things like that are nice signs that things are going to work. Completely agree. So um, red flags. Mm. Okay. Now these are interesting. They certainly are. Because as I mentioned, we have the honeymoon period where mm. we don't tend to notice them. Yep. And some red flags you can ignore. Mm-hmm. And then others, you definitely don't want to ignore. Yes. Well, okay. if we're going to use maths as an example, okay. Well, ones, you're going to keep dragging it in, the, the, so we yes. might as well. The ones that give you the ick. I might right? have to get the wife on to discuss <laughs> you this with you, I think. No, go on, mate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is painful. No, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. No, no, no. This ones that give you the ick. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, referencing something from the show. Yes. Back on to it, my friend. Back on, on the straight and narrow. We can do this. Okay. So... <laughs> One of the things I did now, I mentioned mm. I came up with a system that helped me to find my wife. Sure. And one of the things in there you look at is obviously your red flag. So these mm-hmm. are things that are absolutely essential that have to be not present in your relationship. For sure. Now, a lot of people, they'll sit there and say, well, this is my red flag or this is what I want. Mm. But the trouble is they don't define why. Okay. Because what I do with clients is it's, yeah. if you can't define why – that's in there, yep. it's obviously not a strong enough reason. Now, what we need to do here is mm-hmm. talk about why after this short break. Shh. You smooth operator, you. <laughs> it's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Oh, how romantic. It is cheap trick. I've <laughs> had a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> the Flame here on Edge Radio Australia, and we are doing all about relationships. Wayne, mate, you, you left us on a, a bit of a cliffhanger before the songs. Come on, hit me with it. So it's a powerful question. It it's is. one that frustrates every parent. Oh, Kids was, love it. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 <laughs> Why? So the system that I created was yep. basically trying to visualise your partner. Okay. All right. And you everyone, could take a picture, you know. It's, it's easy. You could. Yeah, it does yeah. say, save a bit of time. <laughs> And a lot of people, it's very easy to say, I want them to be this height and this sure. age and blah, blah, blah. That's, yep. that's the easy part. The harder part is what you need mm. and why. So this can bring up your red flag. So sure. I have a lot of people that say, I want my partner to have a sense of humor. Well, everyone's got a sense of humor. Yeah. It's just, does it fit you? Is it your <laughs> sense of humor? And why do you want them to have that particular sense of humor? So true. Okay. So mm-hmm. my wife, I found out in the very early days that she was a Faulty Towers fan. Right. Okay. So Me, I thought yes. if you're into Faulty Towers, you're definitely my sense of humor. I like that. So, yeah. So you just did funny walks around the house all the time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, she never watched a lot of Monty Python, but oh, she knew Faulty Towers. Crossover, yes. No, you can't go wrong. <laughs> but for me, that was a sign that she's got a similar sense of humor. And we do laugh a lot, and she loves stirring me. And thankfully, it's <laughs> never malicious, which is always a good thing. Always. And yeah, it, it's made a huge difference because I sat down and said, why do I want them to have this particular sense of humor? Yeah. Because if you if you like slapstick and you end up with a partner that's into black humor. Yeah, it's going yeah, to be it's, it's, Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, you're not going to find much common ground. No. So, and also people say, I want a partner that doesn't smoke. Right. It's well, like, yeah, okay, so yeah. you don't want them to that's smoke. That's an easy one, I guess. But, Back you know, the they're into driving fast cars or they're into, so what's not smoke? All right, so what do you want? Sure. You want someone who 
is health conscious. They sure. care about their body. Hang on, hang on, hang on. But I don't smoke, but I drive fast. So come on. Yeah, hey, best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, if you can get to the core of it, yeah. then you can understand why you, you need them to have those particular attributes or those particular mindsets or habits or whatever. Okay. So why is always a, a really good one. Yeah. Well, like you, you made the joke about kids with a why, why, why. But honestly, isn't that the whole meaning of life? Like, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you've got to have a why. You've got to have a reason to, to be involved in anything, to, to live, you know, that the people that you're passionate about. So I think why is probably one of the most powerful words in the English language. Yep, and not used often enough. Mm, except from a three-year-old. Mm. Yes. Yep. <laughs> in which case, way too much. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, but that's that's what it's about. And okay. what I realise is there's two things that everyone should always look for in a partner. Okay. And these are based off my, me looking back on my journey mm-hmm. once I found my wife. Sure. And I, to a degree, I did get lucky. Okay, well, that's always handy. But as they say, luck is preparation meeting an opportunity. It is. So I'd prepared... Mm. I met her, which was the opportunity, and then it worked. So in that regard, I think it was Gary Player that first used that quote. It's been attributed to a few people, but I think it was Gary Player, the golfer. And so a degree of luck, but Mm. I had to know why she had to be a particular way. Sure. And it's better to take advice from him than John Daly, I'm going to guess, right? Well, depending on what sort of ending you're looking for. I mean, John's done all right for himself. He has. He has. Absolutely. He's lived hard. Yeah, and, and still living hard. Good on him. Lucky him. There I you know. Go. So, yeah, it, one of the big things we mm. need to ask ourselves is why do I need to be in a relationship? Sure. Why would I have that particular partner? Why mm. would they need to be like this? You know, what would I be giving in? What would be my reason for being in the relationship? Yep. Okay. Because a lot of people, and we've all met them, the people where they'll finish. A relationship with someone, and a mm-hmm. week later they got someone. Oh new. yeah, yeah. The re- revolving door, little uh, principle there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a case of you know why are you doing this? Mm. Very you know? true. Very true. And it's a hard one when you ask yourself, why do I do these particular things? Why well, do I attract I, these people? Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to think that, and I'm obviously generalising uh, from my own experience. I think that, uh, you know, the old song, uh, "There's no aphrodisiac like loneliness," yes. right? And the, the people who who don't want to be lonely are so scared of being alone, they tend to bounce from one relationship to another, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And but there's a difference between being alone and lonely. Yes. Very, very true. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you're okay with being alone, you'll be okay in a relationship. But mm-hmm. if you can't handle being alone and it becomes lonely, mm-hmm. yeah, then you're in for troubles. Yes, yeah, a bit needy. Yes, mm. yes. So for me, these two things that I've realized need to be pretty much in everyone's list of requirements for a okay. partner is one, they've got to be interested in self-growth. Okay. Okay. Because if you're with someone and you're putting the effort in to become a better version of yourself, you know, you might be reading books or whatever, sure. or you could be just thinking before you act so you become more conscious, whatever it is. Yep. If you're putting the effort in to become a better version of yourself mm-hmm. and they're the same version of who they were 10 years ago, there's mm. going to be a chasm that's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. No doubt about it. Yeah, the old growing apart thing there. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Uh, and especially if you don't have enough things in common, because we had a discussion about this. You get the couples that have got too much in common. Sure. And you've got to have a certain amount of commonalities. Mm. You've also got to have a certain amount of f- friction or conflict or things where you don't agree. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that's 
where you get challenged on what you believe about something, your opinion. So you've got to explain it and defend it or whatever. Absolutely. And then you've also got to listen to theirs and accept theirs. Well, that's so you a might, tough bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's always a tough one. <laughs> so you might not agree with it. Yep. But that's who they are. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and you, like you said, if everyone was the same, we'd all be boring. It would be very dull, wouldn't it be? And I think that, I don't know, a conflict's probably the wrong word to use, but I think that if you don't have a certain you know, difference, a certain conflict with your partner, if it is just all rose all the time, my word, you know, rose gardens, how dull would it be? Yes. I think that to grow as a person, you need to, no, look, probably butt heads is, again, not the right terminology, but you just need that little bit of chicka chicka. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Geez, that even sounded like it was from the song, that one. <laughs> <laughs> May have stolen it, just saying. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, and the, and the other one that I think's absolutely critical yeah. is they've got to be able to, excuse the language, everyone, got to be able to own their shit. Yeah, so true. So if they do something, they're willing to go, yep, I screwed up, I mm -hmm. made a mistake, you mm -hmm. know, I'm willing to make penance for that or whatever it is. Okay. But the worst thing is when people are blaming you endlessly because then it's just painful all right now you've just gone into a, a topic of conversation that i want to ask a question on from a personal standpoint Ooh. well what do you do when you're in a relationship and i have been in the past i'm not now thankfully but i was in a relationship for nine years when the person absolutely utterly wouldn't apologize like in nine years <laughs> apologized mm -hmm. and i actually know i could i counted it which is frightening four times in nine years Wow. Yes. And, you know, you talk about red flags, whatever. I did not see that red flag. I had, oh, the blinkers were on. Mm. I was so focused on other parts of, of our life and our family and yep. um, teamwork and, and all of that and our beautiful children that I did not recognize the fact. And then I had a bit of a moment of uh, emotional intelligence. Somebody actually asked me the question, said, look, you know, about uh, about apologies and, and sort of thing. And I thought, uh, because I, I actually was talking to someone who kept apologising. I was like, stop apologising. There's no need. If you're wrong, yeah, pull it out. You know, worries, use it. But, okay, so how do you deal with somebody um, and who's a bit of a sociopath who is completely <laughs> incapable of having that insight and doesn't realise that, um, that they are in the wrong, they cannot say that they're wrong. So, like, in my case... What my uh, my ex-wife would do is she would do something unbelievably horrible to me, okay? Like, I'm not going to go into it. Just something really horrible. Mm -hmm. But then she'd fix it by going buying me a PlayStation 4. Okay, so go buy an expensive gift, right? Okay, to... And there'd be no sorry or there'd be... And there'd be no... Um, acceptance of their responsibility, no mm -hmm. personal responsibility, but they'd just go and buy an expensive gift, right? Mm -hmm. um, and... I didn't want the stupid PlayStation or, or the other things, you know, the other gifts or whatever they happen to be. I'm quite capable of, you know, getting my own things that I need. Um, I just wanted someone to say, hey, I'm sorry, you know, I hurt you. Okay, now, so what... Yeah, it's a bit late for me on that one, but I think, okay, um, yeah, how do you react? What are, what are tools that I can use that if I see those sorts of traits again that I, c I can act upon it? Or, or what, what could I have done differently? Okay, so first of all, it's never too late. Right. Okay, because okay. anything that gives you clarity around a situation in yep. your past allows you to then let that go or make sense of it okay. or get closure or whatever you want to do with it. Sure. So that you can move forward with more confidence, more ability, and that sort of thing. So okay. it's never too late. Okay. 
So anyone listening, it's never too late. Never too late. Never too late. <laughs> now, this is where it gets challenging. And I did a call uh, about this very similar thing okay. on Tuesday to okay. a group. And it was around ghosting. Right. Which for people that don't know, it's where you might be messaging someone. It could be a potential partner. It could be a business contact. Absolutely. It could be anything. Yep. Yep. And you're messaging them. It's all looking good. And then suddenly, tumbleweeds and crickets. It's yeah. like there's no response from them. Yeah. So this is in the same ballpark. Okay. 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 The problem is mm. that when we are first growing up and we're impressionable, sure. we tend to not get taught how to deal with conflict or uncomfortable situations. Mm -hmm. So when we upset people, we yep. go, oh, how am I going to deal with this? I can't deal with it. Oh, it's easier just to run away okay, or buy a PlayStation. <laughs> so that really means they have a complete lack of ability right. in order to deal with that, accept responsibility, accept it without shame or guilt. Okay, well, what, what I saw, and again, this is in hindsight, right? Mm -hmm. Certainly didn't see it at the time, was I then you look back and you go, oh my God, that person had a complete lack of empathy. No empathy at any point. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like um, like a, a cyborg had been watching what humans do and <laughs> I have to learn, you know what I mean? How do I apologize? Because, oh, that's, you know, that that's... Yeah. Well, look, the, the other people are saying sorry, and, and and in this case, she clearly did not have the ability to say sorry. Mm -hmm. So let's just kind of, oh, I'll just fake what the other people are doing, and I'll go buy a gift. Um, and as I say, it actually makes you, well, I, oh, I can only speak for myself here, but you resent the gift. You don't want it, mm -hmm. right? Every time you use the gift, you think, mm -hmm. um, it's just, how how do you deal with people who have no empathy in a relationship? It's a very tricky one to deal with mm. because the biggest part of any journey yep. is the awareness. Yeah, absolutely. So the old saying of an alcoholic, until they can admit that they're an alcoholic, yep. they can't fix anything. Gotcha. And that's the hardest thing. And that's a... Oh, that's a really deep one we're going into. Oh, sorry. If I, you, if you might if have I to give me a much. second to think about no, this and a, give you the answer. Hey, shall I go to a song? Sounds I'll good. Look at that. Sounds I'll give good. you some thinking music. Would you like to phone a friend? <laughs> 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 oh, look, I'll tell you what. Now, we'll jump into a song here. I haven't heard this one for a while. The old Alison Moye. It is Is This Love? <gasps> love yeah, her voice. Great. What a voice, right? Oh. 80s classic here. Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Edge Radio Australia, we are back and we are talking all about relationships here with Wayne. Wayne, mate, we've, oh, look, before the break, we, we did the big neighbours uh, cliffhanger. We did. We uh, did. We're back now because I asked you a bit of a curly one and we had to discuss. Now, actually, I'll just leave it with you because you, you know, you're the man, you know what's going on here. We, How deep do we go? Well, I went for a bit of a run down the rabbit hole <laughs> in, the, in the break. Uh, and realised it is quite deep. It is. So rather than go deep with only you know minutes remaining and sure. then leaving people with lots of cliffhangers. Oh no, we got we got sixteen minutes, mate. Talk away. Oh, yeah, Come on, smash right? it out. <laughs> I thought it's probably better just to give like an overview of oh, it. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then in another show we can sort of dig a little deeper into it because it is something that a lot of people struggle with and I know you did and yep. I've, I've had it sure. and I've had friends that go through it and it is a really challenging thing. One thing I can give people as a, a form of mm. 
consolation sure. or something to ponder. And this is a hard one to accept. Okay. However, I've found it to be true. Okay. We attract into our lives the exact person we need mm. for who we are at that moment in time. Ooh. I know. Oh. I know. It's horrible. I must have been a monster. No, it's oh. not a monster. <laughs> you needed someone to really challenge you to step up God. and become that better version okay. of you. Yeah. Okay. So I know Could that. Could be some truth to that. Yeah. 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 Well, I know that with my second wife because when I was with her, mm. I felt that she was sort of insecure and jealous and manipulative and angry and all of these all those terms she could use. Yep. And then... Once I realised why I had attracted her into my life and got the lesson, right. she literally became the thing, the moment that my life literally turned 180 yeah. and she became the best thing to ever happen to me. Isn't it funny? I, I, can, I don't know if I'd say the best thing, but I think that uh, I could say that adversity makes you a better man. If you step up. See, this is the mm, thing. A lot of okay. us get challenged. And like I said, we don't get taught how to do these things. And we were discussing this in the break. And it's one of the things where I get frustrated with society. Absolutely. Is we've slowly lost our empathy. We've slowly lost our caring. We've slowly lost our ability to look at others that are important to us as if they matter. For sure. And so all of these things, we've slowly devolved and become less than what we were. And also with a lot of the do-gooders where, you know, you can't run to a, a kid that's hurt anymore. You can't stop and help a woman. You can't open a door no. for, without offending them. No. So, And we've made life really difficult when it doesn't need to be. Absolutely agree. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. So because of this, we tend to be attracting more of these people because we need that lesson to step up into that greater version of ourselves. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I mean, it certainly puts a, a fire under you, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. And this is one of the things where I was explaining this in the call on Tuesday night, where when things happen to us, we tend to take it personally because we're ego-driven creatures. Sure. So we think, oh, we must have done something wrong or mm. we must deserve this. or And we don't realise, no, it's just their stuff. Their stuff. We, we don't have yeah. to take on their stuff. Oh, I like that. So if you only deal with your stuff and you leave them to deal with their stuff, and like I said, if they're able to own their stuff, mm. then they're willing to go, yeah, okay, I screwed up with that one. I'll go and work on that sure. and become that better version of me okay. so I can become the partner you deserve. Fair enough. So you, we're just there to make them better people. <laughs> yes. So if, if you flip it, yeah. there'll be things about us that challenge them of and course. push their buttons and give them an opportunity to grow. Now, whether they take that or not is completely up to them because it's sure. their journey. Well, that's right. And I think, look, ultimately, uh, sort of going back on something we were talking about before, I mean, you've got to be happy in, your, in yourself. You can't just mm. be, you know, the whole... Um, somebody who comes into your life should compliment you. They don't need to complete you as such, in my eyes, anyway. Yes, absolutely. I think, absolutely. That, I think that if they compliment you and they make you a better person and, you know, you you um, you make a team together, that's a fantastic thing. I don't think that if you've got something missing in your life, I don't think you should be looking for it in another person, just to sort of blue tack in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's where... I come across this regularly with people saying, oh, I need a partner to complete me or make me whole or and be my better half. And I yeah. don't like oh, that term. They're not yeah. a half. They're, they're whole with themselves mm. and you're whole with yourself and it's up to you to oh, look, do that. You, you just, yeah, you complete me. All I can see is Austin uh, Powers. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a reference in, in just about everything, isn't it there? It really is. It really is. 
Yeah, so that's one of the the big things. If you can own your own stuff and sure. you can find someone that's willing to own their stuff, yep. your growth both as individuals and together as a couple mm. will be a lot more um, rapid okay. and a lot more effective. All right. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's good advice, mate. Good advice. Now, all right, we've dealt with the, with the nasty narcs. Yeah, we'll come back to them we'll on another back. show. We'll, yeah. we'll circle back. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other tips can you give us tonight that we can, you know, or situations that might be useful to our to our listeners? Ooh, it's put me on the spot a little bit. I do there. that. I do nice. that. Nice, yeah. nice. I like being <laughs> challenged. Um, a good tip. This this would be if someone asked me to summarise what I do in regard to relationships sure. with people. It is this: mm. know that a relationship is only ever about you. It's never about Whoa. the other person. Okay? Wow. No, okay. It's never about the other person. Mm. But if you can do that, yep. relationships become a lot easier. You reckon? Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And dating mm. is all about finding the right person so that you can become that better version of yourself and work on yourself. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's all... <clears throat> so basically you're finding someone as a, who's a walking, talking self-help group. Yes, they are everything in that regard. I so know. they're people that when they push your buttons, mm. it's for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they're not just being nasty. They're challenging you to become that better version of yourself self by facing those things that are uncomfortable but necessary. Oh, look, no matter what, look, sometimes your partner will, will uh, put something to you that irritates you, irritates you or whatever. But deep down, as much as... I hate to admit it. Yes. It's exactly what you need. I knew where you, you were going. You needed to Absolutely. be fired. You know, Absolutely. you need to be fired in the belly, right? You yep. need to do, because, you know, I, I can't remember the exact words to it, but I mean, um, it's kind of like, you know, there's no need to tell a man over and over. I mean, you know, it, it, he'll get it done in six months or so, right? Okay? Exactly. Or something of that. Ilk. I can't remember the exact words. But, you know, no one likes to be nagged about it. But at the same time, yeah, sometimes you just need a little prompting. You, you do, right? And um, Difference between prompting and nagging there. It was a big very big difference. difference. Very big difference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very good advice. <laughs> nagging tends to, and this comes from, you know, look, both sides of the fence, whether it be the, 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 the well, male, female, 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 male, male, whatever, um, anyone in the relationship mm. is uh, nagging is never good. No. You know, just a, a little suggestion's okay. Yeah. yeah, well, it's like if you're trying to lose weight and someone says to you, you can't eat such and such. Oh. First of all, yep. that's the thing you want most. Exactly. <laughs> so if you're nagging someone, mm. the heels dig in. They go, I'm not doing it because yep. you're nagging me. Damn but right. if you ask nicely and you know the right amount of times, et cetera, et cetera, then they're far more likely to do it. I like that. I like that. That's true. And this is one thing that'll help people with mm. nagging. If you're nagging someone about something that's important to you, you're assuming that it's important to them. Oh, good point. And if it's at number 37 on their list, <laughs> they're not going to get to it quickly. No, 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 no. So what you do is instead of nagging, just say, look, I know you've got other things on your mind. This is important to me. Would you mind squeezing this in at some point? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I've done that with my wife, and every now and then she'll walk past and go, uh, you said you'd do, and I go, oh, shit, I did too. And then <laughs> off I go and do it. 
And she's very good at that, so there's no nagging, which is wonderful. That is a wonderful thing, yes. Uh, I should mention that she's in the studio right now. Jace, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, right now, it's like, oh, I almost feel like written, spoken, and authorised by the Australian... Uh, <laughs> the political just statement. About, yeah, just absolutely. about. Well done, mate. Look, I think that this, this show is great. I think that we're giving great advice. Well, like, no, sorry, I'm receiving great advice. I was just going to uh, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I can't wait, because obviously uh, in the in the coming weeks, we're going to actually open the phones, we're getting messages in, which is great, um, and we'll be answering questions. Um, and, and, yeah, going through your individual thing and giving you some tools to, you know, improve your life and your relationships. It's very cool. Yeah, looking forward to it. Very cool. All right. Now, earlier, I think it's time that we'll, we'll get sort of finish on the show very, very soon. Again, a couple of little things I want to just promote. I want you to, again, give you a little uh, where we can find you on social media and, and, uh, and business-wise. Yep. So, uh, easiest one is type in Wayne Brown Life back on track. Yep. Um, that'll pop up on Facebook, Instagram, um, and I've got a few other groups and things like sure. that. Um, so, you can find me in there. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, and uh, look, we've actually been approached by someone else who has a dating agency that is right now, Ooh. yes, looking for, uh, get this, looking for women. Looking for women. Got too many blokes on the old um, books. Wow, it's usually the other way. Is that right? Yeah, there oh, we absolutely, go. absolutely. So yeah, on the, uh, what I'll do is we'll have a chat afterwards and uh, we might be able to hook you up and, and help everybody out. Because ultimately, look, Edge wants to you know be there as like, grassroots. We want to help people, right? Absolutely. Okay? Uh, and bringing people together and, uh, and you know, if we can if we can get a couple of love affairs going, we'll be very happy indeed. Something you said earlier, though, it stuck in my mind, mate. And um, as a guy who you know, lives by his ego, I'm sorry, it's not a dirty word. And I'm going to have to play it. It's going to have to happen. It's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Radio Australia, love that song. Got to tell you, ooh, 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 just echoed away, isn't that? Well, that's a bit cool. I like that. We are doing all about relationships now, Wayne. We've actually uh, got some messages coming through, and we've been a bit slack here. I haven't been reading it, so you know, sorry about that. Um, but we, we've got one through. I'd, I'd love for you to answer that one. Yeah. So this lady Tina was asking uh, me to go a little further into the power struggle that we went with last about, week. Gotcha. Yep. And she was asking me about the three after it, mm. you know, about how long they take and everything. Because I said the honeymoon period is two months to two years. Sure. Then the power struggle could last indefinitely. Yep. And she was asking, well, how long do the others last? And the thing is, if you're doing everything right, mm. stage three and four, so mm. the stability stage and the uh, commitment stage, yep. are going to be relatively quick. Okay. Okay. And then the co-creation stage basically lasts the rest of the relationship. Gotcha. Now, the interesting thing I've probably forgot to mention mm -hmm. is you can drop back into the power struggle. Oh. But you can also take it back to the honeymoon period. So it becomes flexible. So okay. it's not just a linear thing. Right. So once it's over, you can't. You, there's no backing out here. We're, we're stuck it, on the freeway. It, exactly. We, okay. Exactly. There is an off-ramp. Okay. Right. We can spin around. We can go back. I That's like it. that. That's right. it. And a lot of people think that you know once you find the right person, you have this wonderful relationship. Yep. No, you can get five years down the track, ten years down the track and hit the wall. Sure. And it's how you've built up that connection and the intimacy and the ability to be honest and open and everything like that. Then you can go back and deal with things far more effectively because you've got that experience. Of course. Of course. I like that. Okay. Um, 
so we can jump back and forward between these little stages. Yes. But ultimately, we're looking. the The end goal is obviously, you know, happiness, bliss, and and what did you call? It? What was the, what was the stage called? The creation. Co-creation. Co-creation. Yes. Yeah. So Sounds it's very basically. Biblical. Yeah. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, I know. But it's basically where you acknowledge that you're a team. You're working together to create this wonderful thing called a relationship. Very, very nice indeed, mate. All right, now get in the show, but I do need you again to plug where because I asked you before, but I we, we do get people who send all messages through, and obviously you can get us through edgeradioaustralia.com, go through the contact page and, and put your questions through there. Um, but or if uh, you know if you want to, there's there's so many other methods with all the, the different social medias. So where again can we find you? Well, the easiest way mm-hmm. is just to go to my website, so www.life-on-track.com. Easy as that, right? And with that, we will see you next week for uh, All About Relationships. <laughs> I just, he, he threw into radio voice. You saw that. I heard that. No, I That's didn't. Right. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Edge Radio Australia. We'll see you next week. 